this topic is an episode that I have literally wanted to do, I think, easily since our first season. Um, because we had know, just we've been talking about that for yeah, a while. we've been talking about this episode for at least two years. Because when we had our first son, I asked you a specific question when we started talking about um started talking about having kids and women and what they deal with with postpartum, um, just the fourth trimester in general, postpartum in general. And I remember asking you, do men go through postpartum? <laughs> and here's our postpartum right here. Oh man. Hi. We have two new co-hosts tonight. Um, <laughs> but I remember <laughs> I remember asking you, like, do men go through postpartum? And this episode is titled Postpart Him because I think nobody has conversations around the male perspective of what postpartum um, is for them. And I think it's only because it feels disrespectful. Like, I feel like as a mom um, who has given birth to two whole kids it can sometimes feel like it's disrespectful for anybody to consider anybody except for the mother because of all that she's been through. Mm -hmm. But I always feel, I also feel like that ain't fair. Don't you dare. Don't you cry. Don't cry. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it's, I feel, I understand why that topic of conversation is rarely brought to men because it's as if like, what, what more could have happened to you? Nothing happened to you. You know what I mean? Um, and so, so I think seems, right? I want to, I know, and I think it's time to explore that. Like, um, we'll introduce our guests after we go through this. So let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. That's funny. What's going on, everybody? With your host, Malcolm and Brittany Garrison. And you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you definitely look you look good brother you're, you're losing Thank weight you. you're getting skinny thank you <laughs> not i saw him because i wouldn't be doing it if, if you're not for the lord i'm fasting i'm about to say how is this fast going it's actually going good to be honest with you it's it's uh it's very enlightening <laughs> um <laughs> only thing about losing weight at my size <laughs> is that it's a lot of sogginess. <laughs> so I have man breasts. So I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, why is my man breast dripping down? <laughs> so this morning after I play ball, I'm literally like, I'm doing like 50 push-ups <laughs> because I don't want to bump them back up. Because I don't want to have pregnant breasts. <laughs> pregnant breasts are crazy. <laughs> It looks like it's puffed with milk. No. It's a mess. It can't look like it's puffed with milk. They would be large. If they're sagging, you have just nursed. What's wrong with you? So, that's how it's been. Have they ever been? (laughs) (laughs) Swallowed (laughs) up. Somebody's breast been swallowed. Somebody rest is going to go through some swallowing. I cannot, yo. Kid is definitely going to wake up. Oh my gosh. Well, let us get to this. Let's let's get to this. So, so I mean, what's your what's your question? What do you remember when you when we first had Caden and your parents came, Mm -hmm. and you asked me like, do I feel 
displaced or something mm-hmm. like that. Misplaced. Misplaced, yeah. Misplaced. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't feel misplaced right now. I think I was trying to give them the autonomy and time mm-hmm. because I knew they didn't, you know, they weren't going to be here, here forever. So I, I understood that part. I could see why you probably asked that. What what made you ask that though? Um. Well, the purpose of this topic in general, also our guest, because <laughs> you just got right into that. Oh my god. Um. We have our brother here. You guys may remember him. Uh. From, <laughs> what does he want? Was that the episode? It was. What uh, men want? Yeah. What men want? Uh. Season two. Um. Episode whatever that was, and uh. Our brother Alex Plummer in that episode. I remember that night. That was the night you told us that you were expecting your first child. Yes, I left it in. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, what? I remember that. <laughs> you left what in? <laughs> she swallowed. <Yeah. laughs> no, she didn't swallow, and that's why you have <laughs> No, so that episode was when you actually literally, me and her were in our apartment at the time um, mm-hmm. while y'all were recording, and she had told me that y'all were expecting, and now you guys have our godson, mm-hmm. Alexander, Deuce. the junior, the yes, second. Yes. The deuce. Um, so welcome back to the show, bro. Thank you for inviting me back. <laughs> yeah, because you was wild it's at a, first. It's though. an honor to be back in Jesus. So let's talk about it, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was like, just... like you know how they be uh producers be having their little intros yes. like Mike Will, let's talk about it podcast. Right. I'm crying. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I want to I want to give y'all the floor to kind of talk about what men go through mm. when it comes to postpartum because I don't feel like anybody ever considers any I mean let me not say they don't consider but I just know it's not common to consider what the dad is going through um when it comes to having a child or starting mm. a family so you know just from your perspective you asked me why did I ask that and I'm uh um, yeah, what made you ask that well because it's like like I said most people focus on the mother you know when my parents came to town when we had our first son um it was making sure that Brittany ate, making sure that, you know, we were getting sleep and in between, like, you know, the morning my dad would always come get him because he had to work from, you know, he was working remotely, but he works early. So it was him coming to get the baby and giving us some time. And so it's seeing all these people taking care of, obviously I'm their daughter and now their grandchild, but who is checking on you? Who's asking you how you're feeling? Y'all don't have doctor's appointments, six week checkups, you know, where they're, you know, at the, even at the pediatrician, they asked the mother, are you dealing with any postpartum thoughts? And all that? They, nobody checks on y'all. Oh, yeah. No, so that's where I was asking that question because I didn't want to feel like everybody was so focused on me and nobody was focused on you as well. So from your perspective, y'all perspective, what is it like being, one, a new dad, because you're a second time, but also like still new again. But what is it like <laughs> being a new father and what do you feel like isn't considered? So it is, I would say, I think we're used to, like, being last thought of, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to this. So it doesn't seem like mainly when you, like, trying to trying to find the feelings or words for how you may be going through what mm-hmm. you're going through um, after having a child. I think for men, I think it's just a lot of things that you have no idea what's, that's going to happen, like, uh, all the changes that may happen within your relationship mm-hmm. um, or within, uh, honestly, the 
the emotional ties mm-hmm. that you may have with your wife or with the kid, like how that all coincides together and how it changes the dichotomy of your relationship. So mm-hmm. I think for men, it's just a shock wave. <laughs> it's like a shock wave and we don't really know how to process it all. And when we don't even get asked, mm-hmm. you know, how's your mental? How you feeling? Like, what you going through, dad? We don't get asked these questions. So we don't even have the opportunity to think about what am I actually feeling today? You might be angry as hell. You don't even know why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What do you say? I definitely think that's, to big it back off of him, I definitely think that's a, a, a situation that I don't think wives or mothers understand that men have emotions too. Mm-hmm. And stepping into a role that's such a big responsibility comes with, um, it comes with trying to understand right but we would never understand you guys's shoes so like for example my situation i told christina at one point like you know i don't necessarily feel like a dad because i like i don't know anything i don't know anything you're doing everything you know you're putting up uh i remember one time i was coming home and like i didn't know where the milk stuff was i didn't know how to do this i didn't know how to do that and i'm like can you can you show me how to do it but in my mind that kind of they mess with my emotions mm-hmm. to the point to where we had to have a conversation. I'm like, I need you to help me get through this because I am going through something that I've never done before. Right. It's in your nature to become this person mm-hmm. already. It's not our nature. We have to be taught how to be this, you know, not be fair. be this father. So I definitely I definitely think that uh, I definitely think that what comes with that definitely needs to be a lot more of um understanding from our side and not necessarily forced to be something that you have to grow into. So let me ask you this. Like when it comes to <clears throat> becoming a father, like what is, let's, let's wind it back. Cause now we're already at the baby's here. But when you find out that you're expecting what, what does a man now go through mentally, emotionally that, cause I think the whole thing for women is that y'all aren't as expressive as us. We're mm-hmm. very communicative. We're fine with sharing. This is how I feel, or these are my thoughts. These are my expectations and all the stuff like that. But I don't feel like y'all are the same way. So, you know, obviously for women that are listening to this, for men that are listening to this, hopefully this can start to spark some conversation to be able to ask these questions, but take it all the way back to you find out that you're expecting, you know, a child, your first child whatever what does a man's mindset now go to to prepare for that um i think my where my mind went to wasn't the norm of a man if i would say because and, and what would the norm of a man be i'm about to explain so i think a man that just hears that he's gotten a girl pregnant or his wife pregnant let's just say man his wife pregnant i think he's more so thinking like do I have my shit together? Mm-hmm. Do I have, do I have the resources, the means, to bring this child into this world with his mother and be able to provide a life for them? I think our number one concern is, am I able to do that? Mm-hmm. When we had Caden, we had spent so many years, you know, building up to that moment that mm-hmm. it was like a relief for me. When we got pregnant, like, oh, I did everything I was supposed to do up until this po- this moment. So it was like, I feel like I ain't had no regrets. Mm-hmm. But then 
regrets come in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what men experience in the beginning, I experience in the middle, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I think most of the time men are, men are just really focused on like what what can I do to provide a stable life for this new human that's coming into into the picture because mm-hmm. all I know is how to provide life for myself. Right. And now do I have the real resources to do something? It's a, it's a huge responsibility that we take we take on and we feel like it's just it's solely on us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> providing and I think we talked about this in in the last podcast but providing is such a uh, a big role in itself. Um, and to go from providing for yourself and your wife and then now to have another person mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, is definitely scary. I know when when I found out, uh, well, there's two perspectives. You have the regular perspective of the providing, et cetera, but then my spiritual side was like, all right, God, well, you're in control of this. Like, I don't, you're right. like you're gonna have to do this mm-hmm. right like yes i left it in there but you made me leave it in there <laughs> you made me nobody leave told it you to make her vagina ridiculously amazing like jesus oh, you right. did the that Christ. so because you did that <laughs> so you you're just gonna, gonna blame have that to. so all of this you're gonna is gonna the this don't sound but, like a prayer as much as it sounds like complaining like this all you got ain't nobody asked you to do this you didn't you made oh, it that good and now i've been swallowed up. <laughs> but nah i mean i just the other side is like i at that moment and it's weird but it's true at that moment i just felt like i wasn't in control anymore i felt like yeah. i i have to relearn how to be an, another person mm-hmm. right an, another level of of a husband and now i have to learn how to be a father like that's a lot. Like financially, that's just I, I told that's yeah, one part. Yeah, that's one part. But I told God, I mean, I told Christina, I said, I don't believe that God will bless you with something and not give you the proper tools to take care of it. That's true. So in my mind, again, was I nervous? Yeah, I think when we talked, <laughs> I was a little nervous. But when she told me, I was like, I, I don't right. I, I, I don't control it. Mm-hmm. I can't control it. But do I believe that it will be taken care of? Absolutely. So at that point, I had to put all my trust in in God. At that point, That's you know, real. yeah. I think I think it grows it grows men up real quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it grows us up real real quick, and to the point where you start thinking about, um, you start thinking about like, I have now somebody that has a, my full responsibility, and y'all have sons. So and then we have sons, so, so it's an example piece too. Yeah, yeah, go into that. Like, what is it when you now find out? Well, you didn't find out. I told y'all it was a boy, but um, <coughs> you, you know, did. I did. Um, y'all waited till it was. Y'all acted like it was eighty nine out there. Yeah, it's a boy. <laughs> um, but having sons, like, what does that feel like? Is there is there a different level of pressure as a man to raise a boy? When you find out it's a son, like I feel like all men, I don't know why, but a lot of men do want a son first. I don't know why or what the hype is about a son, my son who is about to cry, um, you know, but what, what does that now become? Is it pressure? Is it excitement? Is it all of the things? And, you know, y'all elaborate so I can get the baby. Now, I don't, pressure. All right. So 
a lot a lot of men want sons so they can be a, a little mini them you know what i'm saying right. mm-hmm. and this is why my mom asked me like you're not gonna name him malcolm jr or something like that <laughs> and i said no i'm not um that it was a thought it was a thought but i did want him to have somewhat of his own identity even though he has my name you know what i'm saying he has my name but I just felt like it wasn't it wasn't necessary, so it wasn't necessarily pressure. I think the pressure comes where, uh, where you gotta be the example mm-hmm. uh, of what you want him to to become out here in the world. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And you you won't be fully responsible of who he becomes, but you have a direct influence on who he becomes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's the first person he's going to mimic. So. It's more so you now gotta start doing some 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 deep diving of your own. Like, okay, how can I develop myself in order for him to develop into what I want him to be? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it kind of gets like, okay, I gotta be on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> so I can raise somebody that's on theirs, yeah. so to speak. I don't know. Yeah, I think. To have a son and to raise him in this state of the world, my God, is it's different. It's, it's different. Um, and we were having this conversation the other day, me and Mark, but just parenting in general, um, where technology is a lot stronger now than it was in the '90s and the early 2000s. Um, Jesus, but Christ. to to raise Stop a son, to raise a son in this. <laughs> This is, why are you making him laugh? I'm not doing it. <laughs> <his mouth. laughs> oh my god! Why are you laughing? <laughs> but to raise, Jesus. but to like I said, to raise, you know, um, even the way that the economy is going financially and all those type of things, mm-hmm. right? Um, to to be by the year twenty thirty four, and he turns ten years old. Where are we gonna be? What am I? What am I doing yeah, between you, now? You start be thinking about yeah. That, like, yo, what what am I doing between now and thirty four, of to where I can be the best person I can be to him? Right, like one side is being that parent of discipline, and but the other side you want to be his friend at the same point, mm-hmm. but then also you have to be his spiritual leader in a sense to where you have to lead him to God mm-hmm. because eventually you're not going to be there for the rest of your life and he has to live life like mm-hmm. so to have you know for you to be his his superman and raise him in this world to be another like you said another version of you mm-hmm. i think it's definitely hard but i think it's also easier to because we know what men need we know what mm-hmm. uh you know we can we can show we can show him how we went through things right mm-hmm. whether it's girlfriends whether it's <laughs> jobs whether it's i mean yeah. it's it's a lot easier personally i i wanted a boy because to me it, it just seemed like i the girls it just seemed like it's just i just you know I, no disrespect to the do. guys that have girls i just knew i couldn't do that it, it's a lot god knew it's a lot i can't god knew i didn't have the um i don't think i had the patience you barely have the patience to be a boy dad so I know be, you wouldn't have a patience to have a big girl dad. Big girl dad. Uh, I just don't. I don't have that that patience, and I'm self aware of that. But yeah, I think um, I think you do have to be mindful of the things you do say, 
and habits that you have. And that's part of the reason of why when I read the Bible, I read the Bible in his room. Mm. You do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not you. you I don't know, know that. I, but how would I know that? So so it makes you think about what what can I instill in him indirectly? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the things that we learn from our father figures is most so indirect. It's not what they say. It's about kind of what they do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if, I, if I'm a young boy and I'm watching someone, what what do I want to see? You know what I'm saying? What would I want to see? Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the reason behind that. So everything is more so like being more intentional about di- different things. Mm-hmm. And that being one of them, I, like I said, I told you I do push-ups in front of him for, for that very reason. So he can see that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's important too. It's, it's I don't know. I, I don't think it's a pressure. I think it's it's a responsibility mm-hmm. that is a noble one. You know what I'm saying? We take we take a, a pride in it, but raising raising a boy in this climate yeah. is very very scary. I'll say, the only thing I'm fearful of is the influence outside of the home that I don't have control over. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. that is the biggest like kind of scary thought is like yo when he when he leaves his house and goes to the real world i don't have i don't have that voice and influence over him mm-hmm. i hope he can have his own mind have his own sound mind and have wisdom enough to know uh that don't right. sound right yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm not doing that no i agree i mean i i think that's what they need parent in general is that the, the biggest fear that you have is when they leave your because I can control everything that's in this house. You know, I can control what you see. Mm-hmm. I can control what you watch. Um, mm-hmm. I can control what you hear. Um, and that's why Malcolm B like, oh, I got to stop. Slack. <laughs> it's like, do you have to stop uh, showing your wife affection? <laughs> no, see, that, that, so that's a scary thing. So, it's like, how do you teach? Check this out. So, <laughs> okay. he see. I know he sees me, Grandma, but everything. You know what I'm saying? He has to see it, though. He, he has to see it. He has it. to see it. Yeah, but then but when, when we're at the in park. the playground at the park, he had been lifting up dresses and shirts. And Jesus. I'm like, you don't need to you don't need to catch a charge. Could you see your daddy out here? You know what I'm saying? Doing your mom like that. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very weird. <laughs> not very not weird. Up, he has never lifted up the dress. That's for the, it. I was about to say. Yeah. I'm saying. Let's put that out there. He will lift up his shirt in a heartbeat. He has up. definitely like, but I think that also has to do with the fact that he's at home. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's he doesn't you know, when you get yeah. around other kids, it's like, oh, wow. Even I see that, like, even when the baby, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he wants to help zip his clothes up or something like that. Oh, he has buttons. Oh, let me help you button. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just another person that, ha- you know, is a person, a little a little person like me. Literally. Like, anything that is his height, he thinks is for him. Like, it's it's like a Toy Story. No, that's real. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, it's it's so crazy how it starts from, the age of zero mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and that the memory of a mm-hmm. of a child like you're gonna remember the age of three four five like you're gonna remember those type of things uh but at the same time yes they see everything but you it's like like we were talking about the other day you have to discipline after the fact you have to you know you, you can't do it before mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because you don't they have the mind on their own so after yeah. the fact it's just like hey son right. you know you can't just go around licking people's toes, man. Like, people's toes I know you saw daddy. You busted in daddy's room, man. You saw me going First crazy on your brother. Yo, but Lord you Jesus. can't go around doing that. Come, Deuce, come on, man. Like, 
<laughs> I mean, you just you're Come crazy. On. No, I agree. Because you asked me something. We was at your house uh, last, was that last weekend? Mm -hmm. uh, and you asked me a question in regards to like, what am I going to tell him in regards to our kids and to, in regards to like girls and like yeah. relationships. And I was mm -hmm. like, I can't wait because I, I'm, you know, I pray that they're not little dusty boys. Like they shouldn't be because I really will tell a girl, what do you want with my little dusty son? No, like, no. you know what I'm saying? Um, what did you say? What if you walk in on them doing something or whatever? No, no, no. Oh, I, I, no, no, somebody did ask me that recently. Oh, and really? I, I think it might've been, Gigi, I don't remember. Somebody asked me that, and I was like, I'll be like, ma'am, have some respect. Get out of my house. <laughs> have some respect for yourself and get out of my have house. Have some respect. This is crazy. Yes. I feel it. Yes. Because I feel like as a mom, not that this episode is about me, but um, as a mom, I'm just like, I know, as a woman, you know, obviously, you're doing what you're doing, whatever, whatever. But, sweetheart, if I catch you, oh, because I think somebody was talking about, like, having to you know, go talk to somebody, daddy, because your son got caught over there or something like that. Yeah, I think we, that was the we question was around that. that. Yeah. And um, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, but what about your daughter? You know, if I ever catch somebody in my house, mm -hmm. that would be my approach. Like, sis, hey, no. <laughs> get, That's crazy. Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> I can't wait to say it. I hope I never have to say it, but I would say it just like that. Get the hell out of my house, please. <laughs> Please. Have some respect for yourself, because you know it's also teaching teaching them that that's it's cool. But bro, bro, my washing room in this house, you will be up under my roof. I get it. Yes, absolutely. I get it. But I think I think the question was at what age do you allow certain? No, that's and that question was, that was dumb. I hated it. <laughs> but. I can't. So it's like when you say, "At what age will I allow my kids to have sex?" No, Lord as if Jesus. That was what his question was. <laughs> well, in the sense of, again, oh, we're not, when they're in school, then your question being allowed means one day we're like, not. What the heck? We're not. Yeah, but your answer was my answer. You oh, just definitely. said it from a different perspective. No, no, no. But definitely. with the question being, "At what age will you allow?" It sounds like I'm like, all right, you're 16 now. Time to have sex. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Who <laughs> no. did I end up and say, I will. I will. <laughs> no. Be that swallowed. is not. <laughs> no. I was not saying it like that. No, and I think that's why I said the question was crazy. That is weird. <laughs> no, like I pray that they are just young wholesome boys that treat women right and you know and i think i think you know i think men that have sons who are men like y'all um do have a responsibility to create the next generation of men like y'all you know mm -hmm. what i mean like mm -hmm. there's not a lot of, i feel like when i i'm in these group chats with my friends who are dating and all this stuff like that they just always talk about people raggedy ass sons and mm, i'm like i don't crazy. want raggedy ass sons i want my sons to be you know i want i want someone to marry my children and say what i said to my mother-in-law when i married my husband of like yo you you killed that Mm -hmm. you killed that mm -hmm. he is wonderful he's perfect he's not perfect but he is perfect for me and in his imperfections is still perfect and i want somebody i want my my sons to be that for somebody one day where it's like you killed that y'all raised incredible boys men yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. um so i'm sure y'all have that kind of pressure but i want to kind of touch on I want to touch on the emotional mental state um, because like I said, this uh, uh, when they talk about postpartum, mm -hmm. it's always about the woman's mental state, how she's feeling, 
how have y'all felt how as as dads obviously you're a second time second time around like what has been some of the mental hurdles you felt like you've had to overcome silently because what I really want to talk about is breaking the silence of things that we would never know as women as mothers and as wives what would we have never known lest this question was asked of you in regards to how it feels when when you're sleepless because nobody talks about the man also not getting sleep mm-hmm I don't know. It's, it's an, <laughs> That's a really good question. It's a good thing. So <laughs> you don't have to spare me. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not thinking about that. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the um, the words to express. So mental battles that men that men kind of deal with. I think it's more so like we fo- we focus on we focus on y'all so much that I think we uh we begin to lose us lose us or or suppress what we might be going through. So a lot of time what I dealt with was am I am I going to have my wife back? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 it going to be back to where what we were prior to? Yep. And a lot of times in that very beginning stage when you're first having kids, it is no going back to what the life was. Mm-hmm. And for the male, it's it seemed like it's it's ripped away so quickly mm-hmm. and immediate change that it's like, how do I deal with this? So we've had conversations where I asked him, like, yo, like, am I am I supposed to be intimate now? Like it's do do I show some intimacy now or is she like tired Mm -hmm. from being with Mm -hmm. the baby and breastfeeding and all the other things so we try to find our place in 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 that space because we also have a you know a need and our main need and we be trying to figure out like when is the best time to come to my wife and be with my wife and have my wife again Mm -hmm. and i think it's been hard like for for men we we suffer silently like i don't know i don't know when to kind of get back to us Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's it's on us because the wife, she's dealing with the baby. She's dealing with all these other things that I don't even think y'all have time to think about building back intimacy. You so know what I'm when you say you feel like we don't have time to think about it, does it make you feel like you're unthought of? Yeah, absolutely. a lot of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you, you start to think, I think that's where insecurity come in with men. It's like, am I actually wanted? Mm-hmm. anymore you know what i'm saying like am i actually wanted by this person anymore or am i just you know here you know what i'm saying and i think we do struggle with that insecurity like yo i don't know when is the when's the right time it seems like it's never the right time you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and when i do make a move and it might i might get rejected so some people get rejected a lot of times and then they don't even want to do it they don't even want to do it no more mm-hmm. they don't even want to um, come to their wife anymore and that's where i think you start to lose men i think that's where they start to lose um that connection with with their significant other if you're not strong with if you're not understanding if you're not kind of working on yourself or having the conversations of like yo what is this hmm. you know yeah i definitely had um me personally I told Christina that I was not I wasn't ready to share her yet. Oh, yeah, I remember you said that. And when the baby came, I lost time, I lost thoughtfulness, I lost um 
a few things that I was just looking for as a man and as a husband from my wife. On top of that, you have the help that's in the crib. So now at that point, you're nowhere near a thought, right? It's everything is about <laughs> the, the baby, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not a problem. But at the same token, we as men are still in a posture to where we need intimacy. We need love. We need communication. The biggest thing for me was I didn't know how to communicate with her in regards to what I was feeling because it was moving so fast Mm -hmm. that we just lost what we had, Mm -hmm. which was the main thing that I did not want to happen. That's why I didn't want to share her. Mm -hmm. But the other flip side was that I do have a beautiful son. I do have this. So now I have to put on extra strength to be what my wife needs me to be as well. I need to be what I need to be and then I have to be what I need to be for him. Mm-hmm. So now that's a that's a lot that's a lot to deal with. So with the communication, um, mentally it was never she never really asked, uh, was I okay? She never really asked, you know, what are you going through? How do you feel about you know what's happened? But we had to deal with the the effect of what I was feeling, which caused to us to kind of have you know um uh uh conflict yeah. mm-hmm. um so then that brought on disagreements that brought on different emotions because now she's trying to find something that she's been looking for but i'm trying to muster up another level of me to be there for everybody so uh in a sense i think communication is a, is a big key and i think when people think of marriage i think that they don't really take in the necessary steps to understand what it means to communicate, mm-hmm. um, which is again that was that was my issue. I didn't know how to communicate yeah. as well. Before she, the child, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before, but I, I think it got worse when the child came. No, always. Yeah, I mean anything that is not corrected prior to something will always continue to kind of grow into. So, and then the the flip side is that too. Speaking on the rejection thing. If you're not asking and it does feel like rejection, there's no answers. Because at that point, you, mm-hmm. every both sides are trying to figure out how to make this work mm-hmm. with a child being here. Right. So she's not going to come and ask me because she knows that I'm feeling weird. Yeah. But she she doesn't necessarily want to feel rejected either Mm -hmm. but we're both feeling this so i guess the question is mentally how how do we make this work with having another and i I don't think that's a i don't think that's i think people just kind of get excited about having a baby that that they don't understand it's about to change the whole it's about to change the whole situation and that's what it that's what it really did it changed i agree a thousand percent but that's and this is what i'm telling you this has been a conversation I wanted to have. I wish we had more dads in this John. I think it would be yeah. even even crazier. But because I, as a mom and as a woman, like we don't know, because just like how y'all say everybody, all the focus is on us. The focus is on us too. But when you hear horror stories and you learn about things like postpartum depression, sometimes for us, it's literally trying to do our best to stay sane so that we don't end up in some other rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and in the postpartum mindset. 
mentality, even like after we had Caden, like, and I got back on the pill so that we can, I guess, try to jumpstart this intimacy mm-hmm. again. I started having suicidal thoughts. I started mm-hmm. like feeling crazy. Like, what if I trip down the steps and I roll over the baby mm-hmm. as he's rolling down the steps? Like it's, it was, Wild and that's, too. but that's how our, that's what's happening. Cause we're now regulating hormones, you know, especially when you now get on a, a pill and it's, effing up your hormones too so it's like it's supposed to be regulating it while you're already trying to be regulated and now it's also implementing some other stuff that's really just screwing you up and so for us I think sometimes it you can become an afterthought it's not that it's fair but that's you know it's like how do we start to have that conversation and I don't think the conversations start being had when somebody starts asking questions like this so that there are women that listen to this podcast or men that listen to this podcast that feel comfortable now to say, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. Like, I know we just had a baby and I wasn't ready to share you. I wasn't ready for, you know, we didn't know, you know, we had been trying for a child, but it's like, sometimes as women, I also think we can be so selfishly wanting something that we also don't realize what is going to come or what are the repercussions. And I think repercussions is always used as a bad word. Mm-hmm. What's a, what's a positive way to say repercussions? <laughs> I mean, I just think you what, know what I'm saying. Like, what comes with effect? this? Yeah. What what's the back the backside of the blessing? Yeah. What's the backside of the blessing where it's like, okay, I didn't consider anything about my relationship with my husband changing, but I didn't realize we didn't have that much help. So how do we now have date nights? Most you men know are I mean? not ready to. Most men are not ready for the change that's going to come within your relationship when children get involved, and that's why. And and I actually, I'm like, I don't see how men can leave their child and leave the home, you know what I'm saying, and, and break up or divorce with their son or daughter in the house. Like, I I just can't fathom. Then when you start thinking about it, it's like, but if you're not ready for what's to come, if you're not ready for the changes, uh, it might be the changes in you mentally. It might be the changes in her mentally. It might be her body's changed. Now you don't know how to, you don't know how to adapt. You know what I'm saying? Now you can't get over it. Mm-hmm. Or intimacy has changed, and now masturbation comes in. Then you y'all y'all separating because you don't even you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's all these different things that that can come into your relationship that will attack your relationship. And if you're not, if you don't have the wherewithal or the, or the um, self awareness enough to know, there's some things we need to work on, or there's some things there's some holes in our relationship that need to be mended in order for us to come together and be together for our our children. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of people are not able to see that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then when that shockwave does come, when she's uh, sleepless, you know what I'm saying? She's, she's irritable and you become irritable now. Y'all both irritable now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? All these different things. Y'all, y'all jumping at each other. Y'all jumping at, it's so many things that can come into, um, into play. And most people are genuinely not ready for that change. Well, I said, I mean... I think to be honest, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna be back. Y'all keep talking because he's sweating, so he need to lay down. Okay. I don't. I don't think that there is any. Uh, I don't think any anybody can honestly be 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 prepared. Yeah. For no way. And I think it's one of them type of things to where you just have to go through it. Yeah, for sure. But at the end of the day nobody has the answers on how to go through it yeah. you just got to go through it you have two insecure people mm-hmm. right like they go through the right thing but men go through the right thing too like i put on 
I put on pounds, <laughs> like heavyweight pounds. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, I, you know, I, I felt like I didn't look my best. I felt like I wasn't attracted. I felt like all these things, mm-hmm. I felt that. At the same time, she's feeling that. She's feeling the same thing. She's feeling yeah. this and ten times worse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. She don't feel like herself. She don't but feel yeah, like I didn't. Her. I didn't. I didn't feel my best. I felt like my clothes wasn't fitting. I felt like I was. I was going through that. So I guess, in a sense, is that nobody's really prepared to go through this situation until you go through the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't suppress your situation with excuses or or settle with a person that you're really not trying to be because of, in, of your insecurities, mm-hmm. you have to outgrow your insecurities and become the person that you need to be and not necessarily want to be. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I definitely see why they, I see why they say wait till marriage for sex. Oh my God. And procreation. Yeah. Like once, once you have children, you, you, you get it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way raising a child was meant for one person. You know what I'm saying? Like, so shout out to the single mothers because man, and yeah. single fathers and single fathers because we don't know how the hell y'all do it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I can leave the house and come back is just showing the same thing for her. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, it's like wild. And yeah. and you're right. There's no way to be ready for it, yo. Like it, it really isn't. And for men, we already don't know what the hell we feeling anyway. We just you know, you might be going through. Something that you have no idea why, why, and and now, children come to play, and 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 your wife and everything else, in the world, you're trying to be productive in the world. It's it's all these different things that yeah. will come that will arise uh, during that time. I think now with the second child, I think more so the the postpartum part, postpartum, <laughs> postpartum part is trying to find a balance in trying to find a balance but also trying to find a rhythm in being there being present but trying to get my ass together you know what i'm saying Mm, like mm. it's hard it's Mm. hard it's hard starting something it's hard starting a business um starting anything new and then also trying to be there for, for your life that that just came in here you know what I'm saying? It just mm-hmm. came to the picture again. Oh, like that, like when you left me that day at the hospital. Oh God! Well, Jesus, he left me at the hospital. He said he was gonna get breakfast, but really he was trading. But really he was trading with a friend. So and now he's on the phone, man. Crazy bro story. was so, gone for hours. I think about this. So think about this. So she. This is after you had the baby. This is the yes, next no, day. Yes, no, no. I'm She's saying tri- right, but so, it's Kendrick. Kendrick. It's Kendrick. Okay. This happened a few months ago. So, so that that's a, that's a good example. <laughs> She said she had the child. She had a, she had our son. My hard heart knows this is not the time to be working. And you know what I'm saying, okay. but but in my mind, I'm like, I just had a child. I these trades, if these trades hit, this could provide something. You know what I'm saying? This could provide right. something that. That yeah. could really, really help for sure. Right. Help us. So, I take I take these trades early in the morning. No, breaking every rule that I probably have mm-hmm. when it comes to trading. You and don't even trade on Fridays. I don't even trade on Friday. That's the first rule. It's broken already. So at the at that point, everything is down here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you broke the first commandment of your trading right. journey anyway. So 
it's a Friday. I don't trade news as well. News comes out, which means the market is completely sporadic. And you know what I'm saying? I lost most money. I probably lost in months in that one sitting mm. doing something I shouldn't have been doing. But, but why is that? It's because the other side of me is thinking like, I just had a son. I just had a son. I just had a son. I got to get, you know what I'm saying? I got to get this. I got to yeah, get this. It's two. It's two of them now. It's so it's two-folded. So mm -hmm. it's trying to find the balance of being being productive, being your best self, but also being able to be the dad and be, and be a provider and be present for them at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's tough. I definitely shouldn't have done what I did that day. So from a vantage point, right? So what happens now that he leaves, right? I'm changing Kendrick. <laughs> And there's shit everywhere. Mm. Every, like, there was so much <laughs> that I had to call the nurses for help. Like, I'm literally oh panicking <laughs> because it's everywhere. It's on my clothes. It's on the hospital bed. It's on his bed. Jeez. They had to bathe him. That's how much it was. Mm -hmm. But it was the only time he had ever left me. And he was gone for so long. He was gone for, like, two hours getting us breakfast. My food came back cold. He <laughs> dropped the food off and walked back out the room still on the phone. I'm just like. I'm red as hell. Like, this, I'm oh, like, I'm like, what is happening black. right now, bro? Oh, I see. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I shouldn't have did this today. Like, what is happening? But Jeez. he's not telling me any of this. So he's just like. <laughs> I'm like, yo, where are you? <laughs> like, you going off. I'm losing it because I'm happy. It's three nurses in there helping me because of how much poop is everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's on my gown. It's on the bed. It's on every Jesus. bit of the sheets. Like it was everywhere because one of the nurses, God bless, God bless her. She decided to take him for like an hour so we could sleep. Mm -hmm. And she, obviously he had a diaper. She put on his diaper and this diaper was trash. The way she put this diaper on was trash. And so basically all the poop just went everywhere. Wow. And you know they don't be having on clothes, they just be having on the blankets. Right. So let's start there. The right. poop starts from coming out of the diaper onto the blanket mm. that I'm now taking off on the bed because yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. It was crazy. But I was just literally like when he came back, what do you how do you think I felt like where were you? Mm. So how did you how how did you handle that situation knowing that Mm. you know you had to be there for her but then you're also losing <laughs> as much money it's like it's tough he was never there for me until the market closed no i'm saying when he came back he know he had to, that he had to deal with you he, he did not <laughs> it was yeah i i don't know i i actually i was kind of numb <laughs> you had to deal with it yeah i was i was more so numb because i'm like dang like I shouldn't have did this. Yeah. But <laughs> why is your face like that? Because I just remember his just face missed. in that moment. Like, <laughs> where were you? Because like there was stuff going on. Like this was the day. Like, like I was trying to. This was the day that like rich. we had to. <laughs> we, they were trying to discharge us and like, oh, you know, they were like, oh, well, we need to send him to cardiology. And then it was all this stuff that was happening. And I'm like by myself. And I'm like, yo, like they just came in here and told me like my son might have a heart issue and I'm by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I supposed to even tell you? I'm trying to call you. You're not answering the phone, talking about I'm on the other line. And I'm oh like, Oh my God. <laughs> what's up via text? Like, what's up via text? Nothing. What's up? 
I'm on the phone. Oh my god! I'm, I'm out there fighting for my life in the market right now. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm literally and I'm like he said, and that's life. the thing. It's the same thing y'all been talking about the whole time, where it's like both parties feel the same way. Because when he came back, I was not. I didn't go off. That's how mad I was. You know what I'm saying? Like where I don't even have anything for you right now. Like how could you leave me here one with all this this poop everywhere? <laughs> and two, like I just got we just got some news in regards to our child's health and I'm having to take call you so that I don't have to repeat. The, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. because why have you been gone for 5 hours to get <laughs> Tell this me breakfast? The truth. <laughs> to get this breakfast funny. like oh you five want some... hours of breakfast is he was crazy. like oh you want some breakfast with? <laughs> no you want some breakfast all right cool i'm gonna go get some never saw him again that's oh my that's god camp. you know what i'm saying but it's like yeah. in that moment it's like both people are feeling the same way because i felt numb because i'm like okay well what does this mean or blah, 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 blah. Mm. like how am i supposed to explain this to you i don't even know what they really said because i've already tuned them out when they came back talking about we need to go check his heart out and all the stuff like that and i'm like yo what but I'm by myself you know mm. I mean I get it in, in hindsight I understand and I think I think a lot of it for women comes from y'all opening up more I think the issue is that we just never know and so y'all suffer in silence but the minute y'all get amongst the boys y'all got everything to say about all the shit that's wrong you know, in your life. that's very interesting but I, I told Christina one time I said you have to make me feel comfortable to to communicate I can't communicate with you and it's it's your immediate reaction is uh, uh, something, you know, you're screaming and, and I, I can't, yes. I can't hear, I can't understand you. At that point, fight. we can't have conversation. So at that point, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm just going to deal with it because I, that's how I know how to cope with it. Until you make me feel comfortable to, 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 to speak to you on that other level. Right. I have nothing to say. What does comfort look like? How 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 can we make y'all more comfortable to is that hard to pay? How can we make y'all more comfortable to feel able to be vulnerable on a not I I'm imploding day? Like I feel like we don't get it until it's either argument, you know what I'm saying? Well, or y'all think, got all the things to say at that point. I think you I think you have to understand that we're also human. Right? Like Yes, we're the leaders, we're the fathers, we're this, but we're, we're also human. So when I express something, there shouldn't be any judgment. There shouldn't be any, um, well, you're a man, you should, da, da, da. like, no, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm expressing, I'm expressing something that can potentially, you know, if that was the case, um, have me in a, a, a mental problem, a physical problem, a, like, you don't know. Because you're not you're not giving me the space to do that. But if I tell you and then you belittle me, mm-hmm. no, like that's not that's not I don't feel vulnerable. You know, I don't feel vulnerable to to say anything. So if I'm expressing, you have to be as as um as low as possible mm-hmm. in order for a man to express the if you want him to express to you the way that he expressed to his his fellas, when you talk to guys. You realize that everybody's going through the same thing, mm-hmm. but you also understand at the same time that everybody is in a low place, mm-hmm. right? And, and their posture is that I need to get this out because I'm in a low place. Sometimes I might not, just like how y'all feel, you know, everything is not necessarily for a response. Mm-hmm. We feel the same. Sometimes I see my, I, he just, wow, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> 
Well, you know, he might not even have an answer, but it's just the fact that I'm venting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he's in a, his posture is so low to where he's like, my brother's just getting out. <laughs> just get it out. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to being a wife um, and being in that position, I'm not asking you to be my my guy but at the same at the same token you have to be in such a low place that you're able to hear me and understand me and also understand that with me being vulnerable comes truth and what comes truth comes hurt sometimes right like if you're not in a place to understand honesty then you'll never be able to get honesty yeah i think men have to work on we have to work on our communication but i think women have to work on their receipt of of that communication Y'all heard that? I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he's up. He's definitely up. This is what we deal with. Yeah. We're not too loud. He sleeps all day. Oh, and he's don't up sleep morning. at night until like 1 a.m. Then he'll be asleep to the, to the morning. It's crazy. <laughs> is it one? Like, last night. Oh, it's also intense out. Last night he was up with me watching the Lakers game, but that's why I, did. I was about to go into the gym this morning, but I literally it was three hours later. It's 4 30. I'm not. <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. Dang, that was good. That was a good gym. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I go, I have gone through it a lot. So my, my experience, <laughs> my experience in that area. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely think, I definitely think women have to work on the receiving. Yeah. And we have to work on the communicating the right things or communicating how we feel in that moment. Yes, you're right. We're not, and, and it's we're not also for a fight. Yeah, it, but it's also the approach too, right? Like I, I, Go ahead. I think women's approach, because we are fit to be strong, they just expect everything for us. They just expect everything that we do to be superman. And it's just like we can't. There's no way. I don't think that's true. I think. I think because of the lack of vulnerability on a consistent basis, it's a shock sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's a shock. That's simple. It's simple as put in. And it's not nobody. Nobody likes to hear that something that is bothering another person has to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear that. Our kids don't want to hear it. Our parents probably don't want to hear it. Do mm-hmm. you think your parents would want to go to therapy with you so you could tell them all the stuff <laughs> that they did that made you crazy or an unwell or because of you, I now deal with said thing? You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah, our parents yeah, yeah. are comfortable hearing those things. And so as the the person that knows you the best is not your siblings. Mm-hmm. It's not your parents. It's not your friends. It's always, It's not your kids. It is your spouse. That is the person that sees the innermost parts of you mm-hmm. in every capacity. Like you you might not argue in front of your kids, but you damn sure argue with your wife. You mm-hmm. damn sure, we argue all the time. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. have disagreements. We have spats and, and the, the basis of a disagreement is typically what differing opinions mm-hmm. or that the issue with said person has to do with the other person Mm -hmm. like hey you made me feel like that or you made me feel like this Mm -hmm. i I remember we had a conversation when it came to like the the re uh what do you call it the you know revving up the engine of intimacy and Mm -hmm. it's just like i feel like an object i tell him that like i feel like just because i went to the doctor or just because of this and oh now you dropped the baby that 
oh, now it's like, oh, you look like this. But it took us a long time to get back to the intimacy simply because my whole pregnancy, I was asking you for love and intimacy. Not my whole pregnancy, the last half of the pregnancy, like when I was, I guess, too big for him. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, yo, I've been asking for love and you've literally been rejecting me. Mm -hmm. So now that the baby is gone, you just you just want me to up and oh, it's fine. Like, mm. oh my gosh, I'm so glad I got you back. And this is so wonderful. And <laughs> that a lot. And I'm like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Because now you're dealing with exactly how I was feeling. And it's taking everything out of me to give you grace versus saying, it don't feel good, do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to ever hear that the issue that someone is having is with you. And so I don't think it's not, I don't think we're trying to be combative, um, but sometimes it's hard to hear. And what y'all are looking for in a response is hard to give because we, you want us to say something that's really little, if that makes sense. Like y'all don't want a full dialogue and monologue in regards to my response as to what you're saying. You want us to just be like, okay, cool. Cause that's what your guys will say. Mm -hmm. You right, bro damn that's crazy like that's what y'all are looking for but it's like no 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 help me understand how (laughs) you see how y'all both responded i'm not about to help you that's crazy did you see how y'all both responded right so you're just unloading Mm -hmm. and so for me that means i need to just take it sit there and take it but y'all don't be wanting to sit there and take it. When we start telling y'all about y'all stuff, that's when y'all want to tell us stuff. It's always, Mark is good for, and what about you? Yeah. <laughs> what about me, nigga? This is not about man. me at all, bro. Like, this is about you. Why are you even bringing me up? <laughs> what about you? What about me? Bro, this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> well, I feel like now that I had, now that you've had the baby and you know, it, it, you know, and I'm like, Why yeah. not sound like that? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like when Alex do that uh, nutty professor voice. <laughs> Every time he's talking about a mom, any mother has that same <laughs> Mrs. Clumps. <laughs> and baby, you going to do <laughs> But now I'm just saying, like, it's like in that very moment, like, all right, cool, you're expressing yourself, but it's like, so y'all just want us to, I feel like, do we need cold words in marriage? Is that what it is? Like, hey, I just need you to hear me out. Maybe. There there may be some good, some good verbiage. I don't know. I think with me, I think it's a time and place for everything. So part part of my issue with communication at that time, like, Christina is, all right, there's an issue. Let's talk about it right now. We're not, I'm not waiting three days for you to get yourself together. And But I'm like that. I have to step away. I have to pray about it first. Because if I talk to you out of my own anger or my own disappointment, you're not going to like the conversation that I have. And that's going to turn right. into something that you don't want. Right. Because then now you're a bull. I'm a lion. Like, it's just going to get out of control. So it's better. It's all in the approach. We We had a really good conversation not too long ago like a three hour long conversation and we're both crying and all these type of things, but we were in such a place and a certain posture to where we were able to hear each other and really, really be vulnerable with each other. And that was probably the best conversation that we've had probably in our marriage thus far, like ever, because with that came some type of healing with that came, you know, it is okay to talk about certain things, but I guess it's just the time and the place. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying 7 p.m. sitting on the sofa, we're going to talk about, like, no, it's just a, 
it's I know Christina, you know Brittany, you know Mount, you know what works. You know okay. I know if I if he gets swallowed, he's gonna be able to listen. <laughs> oh my God. But I mean, but but here's the thing though. So that's the only way y'all can hear us? No. But here's the thing though. Yeah. Because because that's such a big <laughs> thing. That's such a big thing for husbands because we don't get it often anymore. Swallowing. We don't get it often anymore. It's a rap. Husbands, it's a rap. You're not, it's if you're planning on getting married, done. the way that she treated you in high school, college, it's Swallowing. over. It's over. It's you're not going to get the same. It's over. Right? You're going to go from four times a week to maybe once a month. It, I don't know your situation, but it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's a real thing. Our, our counselor. Yeah, don't take us on vacations. But what up? What our, up? our counselor. Because <laughs> y'all don't do the same thing that gave you those things in the first place. So let it be known. How, how, how is that? When your counselor. When you went, your right? counselor. <laughs> your counselor. Because I'm not 17 trying to be a bad chick anymore <laughs> and do all the things my parents would be disapprove would disapprove of. Are you nuts? But in order, all right, that that's that's a different topic. Go. What do you want to say? <laughs> uh, in order to what? It, what is one way to be kept? What is one, <laughs> what is one way to be kept? Here's my thing. What? I have gotten lazy. I'm not saying I'm a fashion guru because I'm just not. <laughs> but I do I have nice things? Yeah. Absolutely. In my marriage, I don't dress. I wear sweats <laughs> with my feet out. All these type of things. You want to stay attractive in some type of sort, right? Mm -hmm. As a man, you know, I'm not going to splurge like I used to because I have a family. But I'm going to get some nice things. As as females, I would think you'll get some new makeup, some new this. You have to keep something spicy in order to to be kept. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you you understand what I'm saying? You call Where are you, women Christina? <laughs> He's calling married women unkept. Calling Christina. <laughs> yeah, here's the, I told Christina, and that's why I'm like, baby, you don't you used to walk around with a your lingerie. Right? Used to. <laughs> so yeah. you want you you want your sons to see that? No, when he's. No, but again, what 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 got us here has to keep us here. That's it. For example, I I I, me and Christina travel a lot, or mm -hmm. we did we did travel a lot <laughs> until we had the baby. We traveled a lot, but that was something that that's that's such a a thing for us that if we don't travel, I feel like I'm losing me. I feel like I'm losing our marriage. So I'm used to, mm -hmm. hey baby, nah, we're going to there, we're going to here, we're going to. That was our time, right? So in my mind, that's our alone time. This is how we've, this is how we started, and this is how we're gonna finish it. So also how you got in this predicament in the first place? It's very true. Well, no, that's on God. He stop blaming my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> my Lord. I don't know. It's... I don't know. I'm just saying that that. Would you like to go on vacation? You you said. Are you that. crazy? What we both wish. Absolutely. We both want you. Absolutely. Without the kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to go on multiple vacations. What is stopping you? Who's gonna watch these kids? Bring your parents now. Huh? Bring your parents now. Absolutely not. That's not vacation. 
No, parents, bring them down to watch the kids. Yeah, my parents are living <gasps> their hot ne- empty nesters life, and they're traveling. So <laughs> we have to be penciled. Yeah, what are you doing over there? Um, is that a is that what happens? Both of y'all. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yes, because now we have to figure out a spot in their calendar for their availability to now watch our kids. I don't see the. <laughs> I don't see the problem. There's no availability in their calendar. Oh, okay. <clears throat> My mother is. It's just before we started this episode, texting the family chat saying, "All right, just got on a flight, headed home. Finally, <laughs> this is my mom's first time home all year." Ah, understood. You know what I'm saying? Then they got somewhere to go on Martin this weekend, and after this weekend, they're gonna be somewhere in February, and after that, it's gonna be April, and then they already got something planned for our anniversary week. Like you got stuff. Oh, okay. Who, who? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, living their best life. Understood. They're living their best life. I get it. You know, understood. you parented for thirty years. Yeah, understood. So yes, it's not as easy as it sounds. And you got it good because it's only one of your kids. Now you're talking about two? Two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. I think so, your relationship does evolve in a sense. I, I, I think that's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not it's not like you're regressing or anything like that. It's that it's evolving. It's going to another level. So there has to be a deeper connection and this is why they say marriage is work this is why they say marriage is choosing every day mm-hmm. because you're not going to get the you're not you're, you're going to see the best and the worst of somebody mm-hmm. and sometimes it may feel like you're seeing the worst all the time it's not it's not that's not really the case it's just seeing somebody's life mm-hmm pan out right in front of you you know what right. i'm saying right it's it's tough and then being i i do i do have grace for 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 wives that are mothers yeah in the sense of i get it you don't want to always be a mom be a mom or be be a wife for that man and what i mean by that is like you don't always want to be on all the yes. time yes Mm-hmm. I get I get that. But it is hard for men to cope and deal with. Because mm-hmm. we don't see it like that. You know what I'm saying? You see it as what? What do you see it as? She ain't she ain't looking the way she used to look. She ain't doing uh-uh. what she used to do. This is what we're saying. But mm-hmm. when you when you peel it back, you start to be like, well, I also don't look the way I used to look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. now you start having self accountability too, mm-hmm. and you start to see like, oh, I gotta give myself grace and her grace. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is life. But I mean, you do want to put your best foot forward, though. We do, and, and you do. You know, you do want to have be the best version for yourself and for your significant other too. Mm-hmm. Not not to excuse somebody getting out of shape or getting lazy or getting anything like that. Like you don't want that. I think but there will be times where it happens. Yes. Where you just have to redirect and get yourself back aligned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and try not to demonize, even though it's very easy to. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, 
If you had to leave our listeners with one thing that is a tactical tip to increasing effective communication to your partner, if you're pregnant and expecting, if you have children, um, if you're having another children, another children. <laughs> if you're having... Yeah, it's very late. I'll be on yeah. 20 times on the series. Huh? I'll be on 20 times. <laughs> As is your custom. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're having another, like, what would you recommend to both um, the the man and the woman in regards to effective communication? What would you tell that guy about how to express himself so that he doesn't have to go into that dark place or deal with um, some of the things that y'all deal with in secret and silence? And then what would you tell her? to look out for so that she can do her best to also consider him. Um, yeah. I think he... Did you just start talking and then not? Well, yeah, because I was about to start. We <laughs> <laughs> go. I think, I, think, I think from both sides, you have to be willing to adjust. Um, there's a level of maturity to where you have to put your pride aside and be there for your family and be there for your wife. And you're going to have to communicate. There's no way around it. So to be adjustable, um, it's a lot easier than to deal with the conflict of what may come if you're not being adjustable. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, from a woman's standpoint, um, if I had something to tell her, it would be look at, Look at the heart of the man and not the outside. Like, look at the the internal of the man and not the outside of him. Because the truth lies in the in the heart, right? So, in and the only way to find that out is to be, um, is to be humble and to be willing to listen, um, and not uh, belittle, not be um, judgmental, um, because we already deal that with society of the world anyway. Right. Like the world is already pressure. It's already a lot that comes with it. So us trying to be what we need to be for our family and for the rest of our lives, that comes with a lot. Right. We have to lead you guys spiritually. We have to lead you guys physically, mentally, sexually, everything that you guys need. So I would look at the heart of the man Well, look at the heart of your husband and find the 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 time and the place to have a a right conversation and it would you will find the openness of a man once you uh have the right approach so definitely have a uh, i just feel like you can't leave it there though because when if i were to hear that i'd be like well what's the approach well, what, well the, what, the, the the i mean obviously i'm sure it'll vary for Per person, right. you know, but it's like give us a skeleton of what the approach mm. is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, an example. Um, this dish is in the sink. You need to clean the dishes. That is your job. I'm over here. I got my big titties out, and I'm over here feeding him. And his dishes in the his dishes in the sink. You need to do the same. <laughs> right. That's one side. Right. Because you're already stressed out. You're insecure. We're going through the postpartum and all all those type of things. So your anger, you're already things are not clean. So some women will approach it like that. And you have the other you have the other perspective mm-hmm. of when you find the right time. Hey baby, can I can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> hey, look, um, I I understand that 
you know, you're busy, I'm busy. It's a lot going on. But is mm -hmm. it possible that you can, you know, you can just kind of help out with the dishes and, you know, help me out with putting the pampers in the right place and et cetera so that we can kind of be better? You know, I don't I don't want to kind of have to come out here and, you know, et cetera. Dude, and, this is like you some. This is like you tell him. Yeah. And, yeah, and if you do it. Speak and speak. Yeah. <laughs> and later on, you so, know, so, once once things are in place, you, you'll get swallowed. No bribes. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Ladies. So basically, y'all want bribes. Sexual <laughs> favorites. I mean. I will say this. That's the only way to get I, you I, to do I, anything. I, I will say this. Having sex is the number one thing that a man needs in order to be what you want him to be. Yeah. It's the number one thing. Yeah. If you talk to me crazy, but then you have sex with me, I'm going to get up and do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> Even though I just almost killed you. It doesn't matter. It's a, cer <laughs> it's a certain type of scientific thing that comes with <laughs> sexual stuff that makes a man move forward. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It happened. I all right, so I think you need I, your headphones on. I think the advice I give is like I think men should express their confusion. Okay. And meaning like when I came when literally this is our own story. Mm -hmm. So we in bed it could be, it was like 11 o'clock at night, something like that. I look over her and I'm like, so when do, when, when should I initiate mm -hmm. intimacy with you? Mm -hmm. Or isn't that what I, I asked you something like that? Like, mm -hmm. when should I initiate intimacy with you? Because right now I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know when, mm -hmm. and I don't know when's the best time, when, when is the right time. I don't know when you you've had enough i just don't know mm -hmm. and we've had it we had a good conversation obviously i wanted something that night but that was the wrong question to ask definitely because now we crying yeah because now it's like we i don't know what we got to do into a whole <laughs> deep conversation of what is life <laughs> okay <laughs> where are we where are we who are we who are we what are we doing <laughs> but I expressed my confusion because in that moment I needed clarity. And a lot of times men don't have a lot of clarity. Uh, if we're talking about postpartum, mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of clarity in what role we should be playing, who we should be to her, how we should be, where we should be. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't have the clarity. And so a lot of times we're confused. Um, I had a, what was the other, second question you asked? Um, Basically, what would, what would you tell the lady? Yeah, of how to approach having conversations around. What what should they do in order for you to be vulnerable? Oh yeah, thank you. It's late. Sexual favors. Sexual favors. Yeah, for sure. So I'm out. <laughs> He's not though. He's dead ass. No, I mean I agree. <laughs> how should a woman approach a man? Is what I in in order to be vulnerable, like, like what, to what, ask those questions, like yeah. obviously, like y'all suffer in silence. How do we create that safe place while we're also dealing? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I said, the whole point of this conversation for me is that I feel like y'all do get overlooked, and so in in an effort to be a better wife and to be a better friend to my wife friends and my friends that are having kids, it's like how how can we be better? Less we know 
for women, it's all about if I knew that I would do this. You know what I mean? I could try that, attempt this if I knew. But because men are so silent and you don't hear this stuff unless they're around their guys, which you'll probably never hear it then. Mm -hmm. What can we do or what do we need to know so that we can be better or make an attempt? at least? I say what you need to know is a quiet man is. Um, a quiet man is definitely a red flag, I would say. Like, if you need to know when there's an issue, is if he's too quiet. Then what? you know there's an issue. But what is too quiet? Because you are a quiet man. Now, men, men of few words and quiet is two different things. Because what I mean by quiet, I mean by, I mean, there's a disconnect. There's, he's standoffish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's uh, slow to respond. He's 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 there, but he's not there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is what I'm saying. That that's a risk. Like that's when you know if something is wrong. Something needs to be talked about. Uh, and I think a lot of women don't catch it, especially if you you're a mom. You're dealing with a lot of things. You don't see it. You'll never you'll never be able to catch it unless you are privy to it. Like somebody like me is telling you, like if he's if he's quiet, not a man of few words, but quiet, standoffish. There, there's been some kind of disconnect, and you got to figure out what that is. You know, a lot. He could be suffering in silence through many different things. Who knows? Um, you know, we we've talked about different things mm-hmm. in regards to like <clears throat> the intimacy, the yeah. direction of our life, all these different things. Like we were in our heads about like what the world to do. You know, what I'm saying you're, you're kind of confused. These things, uh, we don't necessarily know how to express. I think our generation is getting better at it. Definitely better than than our father figures have been. You know what I'm saying? There's progress in that. I think we, we've become better communicators for sure. But we, we still aren't doing it enough. And if you can recognize that, like I think you can open up the conversation. Like, I noticed this. I noticed that. Uh, is something wrong? Is something on your mind? These different things, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Open-ended conversations or conversation starters is what will get him to probably open up. Mm-hmm. All right. Hopefully well, that, that was a gem, hopefully. Huh? So hopefully that was a gem for him. Oh, hope so. Well, I I think we've done enough damage <laughs> on tonight. Uh, but this was good. I appreciate y'all for sharing and, and indulging in my postpartum uh, yeah. questionnaire. Questionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's well, been another one, though. Yes, this has been another one. This has been nothing. Jesus Whoa. Christ. It's late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this has been another. This has been another episode of the So Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your co-host, Brittany. <laughs> and I'm Malcolm. And you are? Alex Warmer. <laughs> so let's talk about the podcast. <laughs> that's, my, that's the way near the themes. And you can follow me at Brittany Donnell. And you can follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison. And you can follow me at Alex underscore the conductor. The conductor. <laughs> right, that's his name for sure. Yeah, but you got to work on a better one for ours. We hate it. <laughs> We hate it. You're not getting paid for that. Uh, okay. Okay. You need to work it out. Um, yes. And don't forget to follow the show. So let's talk about it. Pod on all platforms. If you're watching, um, maybe we don't know. 
we're in a transition <laughs> facts um but we know you're listening and if you're listening on apple uh podcast make sure that you um rate and review and uh if you are watching subscribe this, to the podcast yes yeah, subscribe to the podcast let the algo know that you like us you love us so we can continue to spread love shed light we love y'all we'll see y'all on the next episode peace men continue to be swallowed literally <laughs> swallowed up <laughs>